Aston Villa fans, and welcome to the Villa Forever podcast. This is the IVFC weekly recap. Please subscribe with a capital S, like and share. I am almost at 700 subscribers. I'm very close to my milestone. So please help this channel as much as you can. If you want to win the Champions League next season, subscribe. Well, we, we stay fourth in the Premier League table on 52 points above Tottenham, which is absolutely incredible. With Uno Emery has completely turned around this football club. And we're almost will be able to achieve the Champions League dream. And it will become a reality the way it's going. So we're on 52 points above Tottenham. If we finish the season to the same position, as long as it stays like that, I'll be very happy. Well, I went, I went to Villa Park on Saturday. I went to the game. It's great to be back at Villa Park at my happy place. Me and my dad had a great time. And there were some wonderful goals in that game. But the game was Saturday finished. Aston Villa 4, Nottingham Forest 2. And also, the thing that I'm really happy about is as well, we got eight points clear of Man United. Sorry, Man United fans. Mind the gap. But even though you beat us, we're still above you, so we don't care. So, yeah. And not good for us. The game against them was a very entertaining game of football. Even before this game, I expected to be a few goals. I think what really impressed me, I was very, I was impressed how much resilience we've shown under a lot of pressure after conceding goals. To be fair, the goals we conceded probably could have been avoided. Well, we're going through the Nottingham Forest goal. The first one was from the corner, which was, which was a lack of concentration. I think, I think we got complacent, I think. And the second goal at the start of the second half, Forrest scored. I just think we didn't deal with a long ball over the top. And a lot of teams have done this against us. So we need to be careful the next game against Luton. Because they like to use a long ball tactic as well. But it was, with Forrest, it was a great long ball over the top. And a great finish from Morgan Gibbs White. To hear that Forest team, I think he's probably their best player. And I think he's very underrated. But anyway, but we kept calm. And Aston Villa was ruthless. Getting the job done. And what I like about what we've done as well, we have backed up last week's win 
with, with, with another one on top of this result. And we might be getting a winning run together, which would be great, especially this time of the season. And it gives us great momentum. Because I think now there's 11 games to go, or 12, I think. So not many games left. And I really believe we, we could do it and get top four. But if you look back at our previous Aston Villa teams in the past, I think especially games like this, after conceding, I mean, we probably would have lost this game or drew it if it wasn't in the Embry. But Embry's Aston Villa always find ways to win. And we just, we didn't panic, which is very important. We, we saw it through. And I really liked how we, how we controlled, controlled this game, which was absolutely vital. And I think if they like Emery Aston Villa, if we control the game, we usually get a good outcome and win. And it was vital to win this match. The team really showed their authority. And they looked after the ball very well. We completely dominated it. But out there, there was a lot of brilliant performances. Out there, complete team performance. But in my opinion, for watching it at Villa Park, I thought Yuri Tiedemann's was unplayable, was really keeping the team ticking over. It was dictating the way we moved the ball. And I thought Douglas Lemays, I mean, Douglas Lemays is a midfield maestro. I think he's one of the most underrated midfielders in the Premier League. And both the goals he scored was absolutely fantastic, which was great to see. Matty Cash, John McGinn were very good as well. But for my player of the match, it has to be Super John McGinn. You know, I called him McGinn Esther, especially his quality. He was magnificent. He was running everywhere. He went past players with ease, driving the team forward. Constantly, he got stuck in. He picked up some lovely passes. I mean, you can see that in my podcast. If you watch, I always have the John Begin shirt, which is in the background. So you can tell that he's my favourite player. But, but that's super John Begin. Absolutely, not great player. And he always uses big bun as an advantage, pushing players out of the way. So, so his bum comes comes useful. I thought Bailey and Longer, they, they were excellent as well. Also, another thing I forgot to mention is Jacob Ramsey. He gave a fantastic performance. Got into some decent positions. And he was very direct. 
I got absolutely love for Jacob Ramsey. And he controls the ball in tight spaces. And he's one of our own. I mean, the majority of the team all played well. You know, they don't get mentioned majority of the other players that play well. I don't think all of them are very good. There's not one one player that I don't think did play well. All of them gave 100% and contributed to this victory. But as well, while I'm on this podcast, I'd like to quickly talk about Leon Bailey. He's a lovely footballer to watch. Has definitely been proving why Unai picks him. Leon Bailey's performances have been so consistent. I think with Leon Bailey, he's not just a flash in the pan. I mean, a lot of the Jack Greenish money was used to sign him. I think Dean Smith saw Leon Bailey. But I remember when Leon Bailey first played for Aston Villa, he was a very frustrating player. I'd only show what he could do. Sort of glimpses. And Leon Bailey wasn't consistent. And I was very annoyed with him sometimes. One of those players really frustrates you. And probably me, a lot of fans at one point gave up hope in him. But since Unai Emery, he knows how to get the, get the most out of him. And Leon Bailey has learnt so much from Unai Emery. It's just the, it's the Emery effect. Leon Bailey was sensational on Saturday. It terrorised the Forest defenders. I mean, I just didn't know how to deal with him. Very skillful player. And his burst of pace is incredible. But I can't think of any better wingers to have played for Aston Villa over the years, apart from Ashley Young. Didn't know what about Tony Dyer But I think Neil Burney is a flair player. And when, when you watch him, he really lifts the crowd. The crowd get up on their feet. Okay, enjoy watching him all day. One of those sort of players. He's one of my favourites. He's a very, very talented player. But I think in general, going back to the result, this was a massive result. Mind the gap, United fans. And the Champions League dream. You know, I, I keep dreaming about the Champions League anthem and I'll sleep at night. And to think that we could actually be playing Champions League football is remarkable. And this is thanks to Illinois Emery, the genius. I think Illinois Emery is on the brink of something special. So I'm not going to keep saying in the previous podcast we're not the finished article there's still more to come from this team but after watching in the stadium at Villa Park it was shown about Paul Torres because he'd come off injured 
Another thing, when he came off injured, we lost our confidence a bit. And it just shows what an important player he is. We got a bit nervous when he came off the pitch. But Torres, I felt sorry for him. As he's only just come back from his injury, recovery. And he hasn't played much football, really. So after watching it, it was a concern. Let's hope it's not too serious. We really need him. But you can see on Saturday how much he improved the team as well. When you watch him playing the ball out for the back, we look a lot better from doing that. And he's always starting off moves. He's a very influential player, especially with the ball at his feet. But hopefully he'll still be playing in the next match. So I'm not sure the extent of his injury. So if anyone knows any information about his injury, please feel free to comment about it. And up next we have Luton. So hopefully he stays fit. We've got Kamara missing. So it'd be a shame if we get another injury. But even though Torres only played 45 minutes, all 40 of nice to see Callum Chambers playing in the team. And he hasn't played much under Unai Emery. But he put in some good performances. But going back to the game, even though it might have made hard work of the job, it's about getting the job done. The results matter. We're not bothered how many goals we can see. As long as we score more than the opposition, that's all that matters. But this result could become vital at the end of the season. We're almost getting towards the end of the podcast. But a lot to talk about quickly. About the conference league draw. It was announced, announced last week that Aston Villa will play Ajax. I'm very happy about this. I'm really looking forward to it. It's both historic, big European clubs going against each other. Both of them have so much history. I mean, they're in Ajax. That they won the European Cup three times. I mean, they're the biggest team in Holland. But recently, they haven't been great. Because I think Eisen Altmar beat them. And they're not, not the best they have been in the previous seasons. But I'm going to go and get tickets for this. So it's going to be an 8 o'clock kickoff. It's a special occasion which us fans are going to cherish. But the Conference League last 16 toys will be playing on Thursday the 7th of March. The first leg is in Amsterdam and the second leg will be at Villa Park. Don't always get excited about nighttime games at Villa Park. They're always extra special. 
also the last story about Oryx was in the UEFA Cup, which is now the Europa League. But there was a good memory for that game. Aston Villa played them. The last time we played them was in the Martin era in 2008. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was in a 2-1 win. And the victory from goals from Martin Larson and Gareth Barry which in the group stage of the Europa League. I remember Gareth Barry got a winner with a penalty. He was a player he was. And I met Gareth Barry, he's a nice guy. But okay, that is all that is left for this week's weekly recap. Please subscribe if you love Aston Villa. And thank you everyone for watching. Up the villa.